This is the CQ on Congress Coronavirus Special Report, an update on the policy news about the pandemic you need to know from CQ Roll Call's reporters in Washington. I'm Jason Dick. Today is Thursday, October 1st, 2020. This week has brought more rough news about the economic impact of the coronavirus pandemic, but that doesn't seem to be motivating the White House and Congress to get any closer to another relief package. The Labor Department reported today that 837,000 Americans filed for first-time unemployment benefits last week. That's a slight decline from the week before, but it's still highly elevated over normal levels. And Disney announced it was laying off 28,000 workers, most of them coming from its theme parks in Anaheim and Orlando. Despite what looked like some momentum on another round of COVID relief, White House negotiators and House Democratic leaders were not able to get past a few key stumbling blocks. And the last best chance to get a deal may have passed until after November's elections. Senior staff writer Lindsay McPherson has more on the state of those talks. Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin continued their effort on Thursday to get a bipartisan agreement on a new coronavirus aid package. The two spoke on the phone Thursday afternoon and plan to continue talking throughout the day. But the signs coming out of uh, those talks so far have been pretty pessimistic in terms of a, a imminent breakthrough. It's unclear how long they're willing to continue talking through these issues, but Pelosi laid out several key items that still need to work through when she spoke with reporters on Thursday morning. A new snag that's emerged that she's not talked much about previously is some dispute over some tax provisions. Democrats have been pushing to expand the earned income and child tax credits as a matter of policy for a long time. But as part of the coronavirus relief, they think it's especially important to get to make those credits more refundable for lower income earners that don't have as much of a tax burden so they can get money from those credits. And so they're looking to do that. But Republicans who are generally opposed to refundable tax credits have resisted that and Mnuchin's not agreed to that so far. Another dispute is Democrats want to repeal some business tax breaks that were included in the March coronavirus aid law that generally benefit higher income individuals who file their business returns as pass-through entities. And that's something, again, Mnuchin is also resisting. So Pelosi is really upset about the tax break issues and is pushing that in terms of the latest snag. But she's also talked about other issues that are unresolved, like state and local funding remains the issue between the parties. Uh, We've reported on roll call the details of Mnuchin's latest offer to Pelosi on Wednesday, and he is offering $250 billion in state and local, but that's still more than $100 billion short from where Democrats are. So it's a big gap still to bridge. They were also uh, part on the unemployment insurance issue. Mnuchin had offered a renewing the federal benefit at 400 per week. Democrats still want to stick to the 600 per week that had been in place before it expired in July. There are still disputes over election funding. They've gotten closer on numbers for healthcare funding, like Mnuchin agreed to $75 billion in testing and tracing, which is what Democrats have been demanding. But Pelosi said there are still many differences in terms of the policy language that goes along with that funding to determine how these funds are spent and allocated. So there's still a lot to work through. And the House is going to be voting this evening on their version their latest offer, the $2.2 trillion bill they released earlier this week. Um, They want to vote on it in part to formalize the offer to Republicans that they made, but also to ensure that their vulnerable members have some 
some vote in hand if the negotiations fall apart and they are sent home through the election. One of the consequences of the lack of more relief is that the airline industry, battered by Americans' jitters about traveling during the pandemic, started furloughing thousands of workers today. Staff writer Jessica Wehrman has more. Congress still has not reached a deal on another round of COVID relief, and Thursday, that lack of progress had tangible results when tens of thousands of airline workers were furloughed. At issue is the $32 billion in payroll support grants that Congress approved as part of a $2 trillion relief bill back in March. That aid, which was meant to help airlines who were absolutely decimated by a decline in riders caused by the coronavirus, expired September 30th. Airlines had originally thought ridership would rebound by now, but it hasn't, and now they hope to have that aid extended through next March so they can keep their employees on the payroll. Their latest hope had been in a $2.2 trillion relief bill that was introduced by House Democratic leaders earlier this week. That bill included an extension of the aid through March. But Democrats are still negotiating with the White House, and by late Wednesday, they had not reached a deal. So the airlines began issuing letters. American Airlines has furloughed 19,000 people so far. United has furloughed roughly 13,000. And smaller airlines as well have begun reportedly furloughing employees. In letters to employees, leaders at United and American both said that they can reverse the furloughs if Congress reaches a deal within the next few days. Quote, we implore our elected leaders to reach a compromise, get a deal done now and save jobs, a United company memo read. That's going to do it for us tonight. For the CQ Roll Call Newsroom, I'm Jason Dick.